0: This is she, and I want to thank you for joining us tonight. We are going to connect to ethics and beauty. And you might have the question, well, what does that mean, ethics and beauty? And I'll simply state it, if we look out into the world culture the way it is today, it is metamorphosing on some accord. However, the way it is today is that we look out towards trends, towards public figures, perceive success through monetary gain, and sometimes the demoralization of male and female alike. So why we're going to connect to these energy centers is that we're going to realize when we do connect to the different energy points in our body that we actually have a code of conduct within each one of us where we would like to hold that energy center. And for those that are not completely in alignment with what that is, it'll be completely obvious to you maybe where you're satiating your senses in an addictive fashion to different things to actually keep yourself from upholding the root, that code of ethics. So as we go through this, I really encourage you to be honest with yourself. And you might notice, oh, in one region, like the sacral region, I want to feel this, however in my heart I want to feel that. And then we'll look at wrapping them up all together and see what happens. So what happens when we unfold these code of ethics, it really strips away codependency. When we start to look at what where we want to be and where we want to stand, and when we feel really strong, we're not as likely to become that chameleon to morph into this or that and oftentimes when we're doing that morphing we're usually morphing with people that don't feel that great about themselves or morphing to a condition as an enabler to someone that's in a destructive habit. I was sharing with my children as they're entering their teen and young adulthood is that There is this level of experimentation or curiosity. However, when you enter those gateways, you're usually going to find addictive people that will give you those substances or ideas or concepts that you might want to explore through. And you need to be careful, because then you're with someone that can't let go of the vice, and you might have just wanted to experiment, but then all of a sudden you're sucked into that reality. So this is why we look at this Code of (coughs) Ethics and Conduct And sometimes you're going to stray away from them and then come back to them and really align with who you are. So what I'd like you to do before we dive right into there is just for a moment to really connect. We're going to listen to uh, he and she (laughs) again uh, and finish that song and this adoration of love, but also how we can hold our own. And so I want you to really think, how can you hold your own with your ethics and your inner codes? Because the more and more we do that, then we align with where we're supposed to be with our frequency, and then the universe can self-organize. Right now, we're being manipulated by different things within media. For example, just today I noticed an article that said 18 million blackbirds fell from the sky. Well, I have a really hard time believing that because who counted eighteen million blackbirds because that would take a while, and this just happened supposedly yesterday, and you just see a small grouping. So how do I know that's going to be true? Was it just one little area and then someone made up a story so the reason I share that with you is that <clears throat> if I were just to believe that person, it may have happened it may didn't it may have not. I might be disregarding my ability to be a critical thinker and think how can someone estimate 18 million birds falling from a sky and wouldn't there be a lot of injuries if 18 million birds fell from the sky at once so a lot of people might want to go with it and some people obviously did because they're posting it or sharing it as if it were true and then when you do a search on it and look at the media outlets that are all consistently sharing it That brings out more questions in my mind's eye because it's not cross-shared between uh, different media type outlets. So this is just an example is that one, you could just go with the flow and believe it to be true or you could say, you know what, my code of ethics is no, I'm not going to just believe something that someone tells me. I want to verify it or I want to contemplate it. Oh, and then I want to arrive at my own opinion about it. From there, Just contemplate that. Contemplate your inner code of ethics, how you bring them into integrity, how you would like to show up for them. And then when we come back, we'll dive into those energy centers. really got a hold on me and hopefully during that segment you were able to connect with the wisdom of she and him in the uh, in the accord of when we allow other beings into our energetic field that sometimes they get a grasp on us and so if you think about where in your life you have compromised your inner code of ethics. And how this directly relates to beauty is that when we start allowing ourselves to morph or shift or change because we're trying to please another or we're trying to keep up with pop culture or trends in mass media, that we actually forget those inner cords of, or codes of ethics, those, those frequencies that make us us. And you don't see a butterfly out in the woods trying to be a zebra, do you? No. You don't see a pig trying to be a horse. So this is where we really, really want to think about what are our code of ethics. And ethics is maybe a strong word for some people, but it seems like we lack a lot of ethics on this planet right now. So Ethics is what is important to you, and what are you willing to stand up for, and what are you willing not to do? You know, what are you willing not to do? You know, I have a friend, he was not willing to work as a nuclear physicist in an institute that was doing testing and studies for nuclear bombs. He was not willing to do that. So that was his line. What is your line? So let's let's explore a little bit. Let's look at the root. This is your foundation, your core, the thing that's going to uphold your food, water, and shelter. It's your roots that go into the earth. What are your code of ethics for this aspect of your body? And your dwelling that supports you and keeps you safe, are you willing to live in certain conditions, to have a certain lifestyle? Are you willing to do certain things so that you can have more? And if so, why? So think about that and just allow it to come to your mind's eye right now. Imagine that big, beautiful tree with the roots going into the earth. Imagine your foundation and what's truly important to you and what are you willing to not do and more importantly what are you not willing to do to uphold what you need so food, water and shelter are you willing to sell out so you can have all those things are you comfortable just going into the woods with your backpack or somewhere in between think about it you know I've, I've had the opportunity to speak and interact with people from all different spectrums of potential living habits on this planet, pretty much I think almost all, from people that are in retreat, people that are homeless, people that live in communities where everyone's living in huts, from people that have billions and billions of dollars and have many homes, and These are all different things that require different aspects of ourselves to do certain things so we can have that or not have that. It's a really important thing to come into integrity with because if you're not in alignment with that food, water, and shelter and you're trying to be someplace else other than what your code of ethics, or your body, or your mind, or your soul knows, then you're always going to be not in congruency. You're going to be trying to get someplace else and it's going to be a battle, you know, for one person, they may be comfortable living on $2 a day and be really excited about that. And another person might really want to not do that and live on $10,000 a day or $100,000 a day. So think about that. And that $100,000 or that $2 is really to provide food, water, and shelter, and it it does relate to money unfortunately right now or it doesn't have to you can go into the forest around an island but that money the reason i bring that up is just it's just a, an amount an equation to think in your mind's eye what it means and for right now on this planet we have currency so think about it and then <clears throat> let the currency fall away and then from there think about what it is is the dwelling what does that feel like What does the food taste like? Where does the water come from? Do you live in a high rise? Does it come from a treatment plant somewhere that you don't know about? Or is there a fresh spring that you go out to and collect your water and boil a kettle of tea with it? Think about what it feels like and what feels harmonious to you. And let that be the first benchmark as we move through these energy centers so you really can be in congruency with how you want to live. Now, from there, we're going to go to the sacral region. This is where your sexual organs are located. And think about how you want it to be treated in this region. And if you immediately go to any thoughts that are derogatory towards the same or opposite sex, meaning that if you're lusting after something and you feel like it's an object, if you leer at men or women, you know, really note that. And do you want to be leered at? And if you do, why? So what are your code of ethics here? How do you want to be treated? How do you want to be held? And I want you to imagine this beautiful sacred temple in this region of your body and who do you want to let in do you want to let everyone in you might or do you want to keep it sacred what are those code of ethics for this region and what is that inner reflection and then what does that reflect outward it's the same when you're at your root once you know how you want to reside what kind of foundation you want for this dwelling for this temple that creates an outward reflection, right? An outward reflection. So think about that for a moment. Really root in and just bring in that creative energy and see how you want to be held here in that sacral region, what you want to create, what it feels like, what your temple feels like, what feels good in this region, and how many people do you want to share it with, How do you typically like to create out of sexual energy? How do you typically like to create? And this is a really, if you need to have a lot of people around to create, or if you typically like to do this as inward and then present it to the world, or start to allow it to bubble up and then start collaboration, really think about that. And then just as you breathe in and out, just make note of that. So we have have our root and then we have our sacral region. How do you want to be held here and what are your code of ethics? So with that being said, I'm going to let you contemplate. Those are two very important regions. We're going to listen to a little bit more of she and him. And as we connect to this, Just allow yourself to really think about those codes. Think about those ethics for a moment, and then we'll come back.
1: Good time for a change. See the luck I've had can make a good man.
0: listening to a little bit more of she and him, maybe you were able to connect a little bit deeper, really what you want, that root and that sacral energy to reflect on the outside world and how do you bring it in harmony with yourself. And again, if you think back to all the different aspects of the ecosystem around us, you know, the dolphin doesn't try to be a caterpillar. The whale doesn't try to be a seagull. So really think, as the human species, how do you bring that frequency into alignment, and how do you be really honest with yourself where you have addictive patterns, where you're over-satiating your senses, and if you really got down to it, what does it mean? What does it mean to have ethics at your foundational core? What does it mean to have ethics in your sacral region, and what does that look like, and are you ready to let go? of some of the things that are not in alignment. And that's that's the hard part. It truly is because you have to think, wow, can I do without that? But I can assure you from my own path is that if you take baby steps, if you take small steps and do it authentically, a lot of people are making New Year's rev- resolutions or themes for the new year. And, you know, th- this is a Gregorian calendar that we operate on, but, you know, China has their own New Year at a different time. Tibetan culture has their own New Year at a different time. I'm sure in other world systems, they have their own New Year. Birthdays are New Year's. So this is a time, yes, to prepare, just if you're especially in Northern Hemisphere, because we'll be going into spring shortly, to planting seeds. And if you're in the southern hemisphere, this is a time where you'll be getting ready to prepare for winter crops, but also to slow down and move into that hibernation stage that we're in in North America. So as we think about these roots, these ethics, and how we're supposed to operate here on this planet, what was the grand plan because we're more, most likely off track. So I don't think it really that we're in harmony now because <clears throat> there's a lot of chaos and confusion going on. So this is why I bring it back to you for you to discover, for you to take some time and figure out anything external more than likely will, can be a seed of inspiration but can lead you astray from your true knowing, your truth. If we go out and try to live up to someone else's words, someone else's interpretation of something that occurred, someone else's ideas, and if they don't feel right, if it doesn't feel in alignment, we're going to be led astray, astray from ourselves. So you've taken those first two energy centers. Now we're going to go through our solar plexus, okay? And the solar plexus is where we move into action. And so, how do you want to be in action? And we'll use the analogy: if you are an uh, athlete, let's say, and you're running uh, races, let's say you're running marathons, are is your integrity? And we'll bring this up because these have been discussions. Is it your integrity to actually artificially stimulate your body so you can go faster, or are you willing to rely on your mind, your body, your spirit, and Nature, meaning naturally nourishing your body, <clears throat> to compete. Code of ethics right there. And if you decide, no, I would want to take synthetic drugs and uh, artificially stimulate my system because I need to win, And then I would say, why do you need to win? So this is an example of action. The solar plexus is the region where we take action. It's also the region where we have stress or anxiety, and hold that tension. So how do you feel most comfortable moving through the universe, moving through this world system, and what keeps you at ease? Considering we have a large number, I don't have an accurate number, so I'm not going to quote one, of people that are on pharmacology on this planet and feel depressed, that lets us know that that is not a natural sign of being in harmony with nature. Nature is not depressed. <laughs> it probably is depressed in regions where it's been pillaged and um, taken from. However, nature in general is not depressed. It wasn't designed that way. And so we were not designed to be depressed. So, really think here what is my action? So, how do I feel best when I'm in action? And what does that feel like? Do I remember that? Have I ever had that feeling? And how can I uphold my code of ethics so I can stay in harmony so I'm not depressed, so I'm not in despair? And so what this would look like on a day-to-day basis, am I doing the things I need to keep myself in harmony? And if so, what are they? Figure that out and see how you can bring that into your life. From there, we're going to go to the heart, Hmm. this energy center that carries a lot. It can carry suffering, pain, Joy, peace, love, happiness, laughter, equanimity. Where do you want to reside in this region? And what do you want to project out to the world from this region? Do you want to send out your suffering, your anger, your despair? Or do you want to send out love and joy and happiness from this region of your body? It's a choice. And do you think it's fair for you to send out maybe that those emotions that don't feel so good? And we have put aside traumatic situations that happen suddenly that you don't know about. But day in and day out, what are your code of ethics? Let's take off the extreme ends of things that we can't necessarily always be prepared for. But day in and day out, what do you want to transmit from this heart center? And what will you feel really good about? And then you ask yourself, how can I keep that harmony in my day to day life? So we'll bring back the beauty element. When you're in harmony with this ease from your solar plexus and this ease from your heart, something shifts. Your whole demeanor shifts. And guess what? You're in harmony with your voice. And that voice projects beauty. Do you want to be one of those people that has words of anger and hate and harm or so much sarcasm and foul language or derogatory or negative language or violent language that at first maybe some of it's funny, but does it really make people feel that you're at ease with yourself? So think about that. And is there a balance there? And What does that feel like? And what does that look like? If we look to birds, they all have different calls and communication signals and ways of communicating things. How do you want to hold that? So go from action to the heart. What does it want to transmit? And what do you want to communicate with your voice? As you connect to that, what we're going to do is we're going to listen right now to a little Yeshe and bring those full circle those three energy centers and think about how you want to transmit what are your code of ethics how do you want to honor yourself and others around you by holding this I can let you know an example from my heart when times I've gone through extreme situations in my life trauma deep stuff I don't really want to go out and share that with everyone some people like doing that they need to do that however I don't personally feel that's in best interest for myself and others. I I don't want to uh, share that energy field with anyone. I want to get a hold of it for myself, get it stable, and then go out into the world. This is similar what we do when, when we bring someone into ICU. We get them stable, and then they can move out of that container and into a different environment. So think about it. How do you want to be in action? How do you want to express that heart? And How do you want to express that voice? As you do that, we're going to listen to a little yeshe and connect to that dream, that idea, that concept, and what that feels like, and connect to where you don't want to compromise. Think about that, where you don't want to compromise your speech, your heart, and your motion.
1: Ça me rappelle la même chanson, same les mêmes le même désir. rappelle la même joie, les mêmes le même même la même chanson, mêmes rappelle la même
0: was Yeshe, Nonye, dreaming. And I hope that you were able in that moment just to take that pause and connect. And by starting to having these conversations and continually checking into these energy centers and thinking about how we want them to reflect out to the world, we're going to see feel a new sense of freedom. The freedom is is that you no longer worry about how to fit in or where you have to do this or that. You just say, no, I don't do that. I don't participate in that. Or, yeah, I'm going to do that because I want to do that, not because someone else is making you do that. So think about that for a moment. And then I want you just to close your eyes for a moment and just imagine your beauty or radiance, your way of being in this world and how it can feel as you express it out to the world around you and what happens when you start to shift that when you start to think of the world a little bit differently and where do you go from there hmm. it's always so fascinating to see what happens So take a deep breath and we have that root, we have the sacral, we have our solar plex heart and throat and start to feel this vibration of you and alignment and I really encourage you maybe after this segment to go back and really connect to these different energy centers and start to write down this code of ethics and how it shifts your frequency uh, as you want to express it to the world around you. Then connecting to your heart, breathing in and out. Then bringing that energy from that heart to your mind's eye and to your crown. And if your heart is clear and your voice feels free, What's your discernment? What's your knowing? Where do you want to go in life? Where do you want to head next? What aspect of you will you never give up? Will you never give up? Never is a pretty strong word. But what aspect of you will always be with you? This highest self is always there. It doesn't go away. It doesn't need to be found. It doesn't need to be discovered. It just needs to be expressed so what aspect of you will never go away and I mean never and I can relate this back to myself once again the aspect of me that loves to serve, to help others will never go away and when I'm there whoa, I'm I'm just so harmonious with myself and everyone around me Because there's nothing else for me to do but to help other people. And it's so beautiful, and I get so much joy out of that when I stay right there. So that will never leave me, and that's a key. And for some of you, that may be your key. For others, it may not at all, and that's okay. And think about it. And then if it is that, let's just say, if it is to serve, How is how are you to serve? What feels really good when you're doing that service? Could be anything, could be everything, could just be one thing. But just think about it for a moment. And within that word service, let's just take that as an example. Let's say that's part of your highest self. Within that example of service, where are your ethics? Where are your codes? There are a lot of NGOs on this planet. But there's been a lot of ethics compromised. A lot of covert operations going on in the name of nonprofit. A lot of covert operations going on within the name of service. Where are your code of ethics. Again, bringing self into alignment impacts the whole. So from there, then we're going to go to the crown, that highest self, that truly highest self, where you stay and you're so in in harmony with self that the world around you is harmonizing with you. So that discernment, that knowing, and that highest self is there. Who is that? Who is it a reflection of? A lot of people, again, have mentors or they idealize maybe someone from the past, the present, or potentially the future, think about that. What is that reflection? And what are the ethics you would like to uphold? So to bring this full circle for the evening, and this is a lot to contemplate, but these energy centers, each one has a little uh, different point, and I encourage you to think about it, and then bring it all together. So you're going to go from your foundation and your sacral. What is that foundation that holds up your sacred temple? What, are those, what does that look like and what does it feel like and how would you like to uphold it? And please be really honest with yourself when it's uh, something that may not serve you or others or might serve just you and not others. Think about it. Then how do you bring that into action? How do you move and communicate that heart and your voice? Bringing in discernment and then that highest being. Who is that? People's frequencies change all the time. When they move into that highest place, just like when I move into service, it completely shifts. When I'm not thinking about certain things in my life or some dialogue that might be going on in my head, and just move into that place, it completely shifts. So much more harmonious. Now, how this affects beauty on this planet. Imagine if we're all operating there at that highest self. This shifts the things we create. This shifts that people are no longer held hostage to trends. I was looking at, or my mother was showing me an article of the food trends that were going to go away. And of course, yeah, we do have food trends. They're diet trends, all in the name of getting to, a fictitious or a false sense of beauty. So when we're not in harmony with these energy centers that I just walked you through, then we start to want to alter and placate those energy centers with something else. If you're not in harmony with your sacral region, guess what? You probably are addicted to sex, drugs, alcohol, consumption of other things. You might have a low self-worth have abandonment issues, can't be left alone by yourself. These are all signs that that energy center is not meant, is not being met, that code of ethics have been ignored, and something is missing. In every single one of our energy centers, this exists, yet we don't take the time to look at it. We're just always looking outside of us for something else to placate what our energy centers will tell us we need We're not listening. So when this happens, then you start to realize, well, I don't want to be like this. I want to be like this. And then you can show up that way, and then you're feeling complete. So take some time. This is a lot to think about. And just don't think you got it on the first go around. Take some time to explore, to understand, to reveal, to work through Some of those darker energies that might lead you to a better understanding, more comfortable understanding of self. And don't expect other people to be like you, nor should you ask them to be like you. Think about how you want to show up. Embody that and then deliver it to the world by being it in every moment. So if you're inspired, dive in there and then notice how it shifts your beauty, inner and outer, how you can walk through life being in harmony with your nature, your inner landscape, your outer landscape, and the world around you. We are going to exit out with a little Leonard Cohen, a little hallelujah. Until next time, this is She signing out with a deep bow, a full heart, a big smile, and
1: enough now I've heard there was a secret chord that David played and it pleased the Lord but you don't really didn't come.